Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to Hound's Tooth Heroes, a fully integrated sports machine. My name is Greg Dawkins. I am joined, as always, by my friend Ellis Metz. What you drinking, Mr. Metz? Tonight I'm looking at an evil twin brewing uh, Molotov light. It's, it's oh. delicious. All kinds of delicious. That what you good. got? Uh, we're on a bullet rye and diet cola. Oh, so you've outgrown the rum and Dr. Pepper phase. Right, yes. Mm, I good am, for I'm, you. Yes, I'm no longer drinking like a 14-year-old. Uh, but anyway, we are Houndstooth Heroes, a fully integrated sports machine. We are the most unofficial podcast of Roll Bama Roll, the champagne of Bama Blogs. Mm-hmm. You can find us on SoundCloud at Houndstooth Heroes. Uh, we have been, in fact, submitted to iTunes for mm-hmm. review. Mm-hmm. I don't know when that's going to be up, but you'll be able to subscribe to us there. And by God, there's a brand new face page, Facebook page up that you should all go like the hell out of that. Yeah, and I've got to give a quick update. We currently have 69 likes there. That's, oh, six, that's nice. Nice. nice little, little round number there. Sweet. Anyway, what's, uh, what's horrible with you, pal? You know, I got I to gotta start off and say, to quote the poet, I guess I got my swagger back. Oh, things are feeling pretty good. You know, it was a great game. Uh, the, the horrible part of it was for me, I watched it in Baton Rouge. Oh, the bathroom of Louisiana. Right. Uh, I went to the Chimes, which is a great spot if you've been down there and drank them plum out of Andy Gator. So that made oh. it a little better. Good for you. Yeah. Uh, then managed to wake up and head to church Sunday, which was the whole reason I was there. Uh, at which point the pastor got up. Well, hold on. You drove to Baton Rouge to go to church. Well, there was a baby. and uh, there, there's always a there's baby. There's always a baby. Don't get me started. Uh, so the pastor gets up. And I, I took note that he was wearing kind of a gold-tinted suit uh, with a purple tie. Right, and, right, And right. he stands behind the podium and he grabs it. And he says, I want to start out today with two words. Fournette fever. <coughs> and he really? Proceed, he, he did. And he proceeds to go into at least a five-minute diatribe. Uh, he recites all of Leonard Fournette's stats. He makes sure to point out that he's played one less game than other running backs, whose stats he also recites. Uh, he, he makes a strong Heisman case. And then he says, oh, uh, one other detail. He reads the quote from the Auburn defensive back who said it shouldn't be that much of a challenge or whatever he said. You remember this? Oh, yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. yeah. So he reads that quote uh, verbatim, calls the guy out, and then he says, but let's just step back and take a look at it ourselves, and turns the projectors over to a highlight reel of Leonard Fournette. Just running fools over there in the middle of church. Right there in the middle of, uh, right there uh-huh. in the middle of Jesus. Uh-huh. Yeah, the, the guy behind me leaned forward and said, uh, well, what'd you expect when you come to Baton Rouge? As a Something fun- that's not that. Right, yeah, I expected <laughs> church, I guess. As a that's fun out- side that- note. That is that is that is out Tuscaloosa in Tuscaloosa. He really did. It was SEC as hell. That's pretty much the case. Uh-huh. Uh, as a side note, I saw former Alabama baseball player Cody Vanderveld, I believe. Okay, uh, that sounds right. He got his baby dedicated Sunday, so there was that. All right. Told him and his wife Roll Tide. They loved it. Okay, perfect. So, so perfect. that was my Sunday. What was horrible with you? Oh well, okay. My Cubs tanks may have a body count. Um, we have 24 hours to go before we got on air. I talked to you about this and I'm, I'm really blaming this all on you. Mm-hmm. Um, my friend Ellis Metz left Mobile, Alabama about, what was it? Close to three years ago now, right? Two years ago. Two years ago. Okay. Um, and I have no one to keep me emotionally stable because when the Yankees and Astros were coming out, 
I was a full-on bucket of tears, and it's not even my team. Oh, I wasn't imagining that it was my team. So I've got 24 hours, and I won't know what to do with my hands. Oh, bro. It's going to be okay. We can do this. The Cubs are going to win. Jake Arrieta's tweets have been awesome. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's going to be okay. He has been spectacular. Anyway, enough about our horrible lives. Let's move on to a recap of the Georgia game. Well, Greg, if you'll excuse me before you start that conversation, I'm going to bounce my way over to you in an aggressive manner that may warn you of my (laughs) pending exertion of mediocre physical ability. (laughs) I'm bouncing over here. You can't see it. What I'm bouncing. It was it was awful. It was classic Georgia. It was classic Mark Richt. Uh, if you saw the videos, they were I think dancing on their own G before the game, right? And then once our team came out of the tunnel, they kind of trapped them up against the sideline and danced some more. Uh, okay, and... this, did this remind you of the um, the? Um... What do you call it? The the cocktail party where they went out there and they scored and they just acted a plum fool. Well, no, it did remind me of that. I think there are similar undisciplined uh, trend you can see here. Um, children. But yeah, they, they, like children. they did act like children. And I think they really thought it was going to help them. I really do believe they thought this is a great idea. Boy. That did not work out for them not so not so well because, frankly, the only thing to hate about this game is that there is not anything to hate. Um, 38 to 10, it was never really in doubt after the second quarter uh, onslaught. Um, mm-hmm. There were some things of concern, I guess, no? Yeah, I, I, let's, I think you're right. Let's refrain from using the term hate, but right. certainly okay. some concerns. Sean Dion Hamilton. All right, he started over Reuben Foster. Why? Do we know why? We don't know why, or I don't know why. Uh, Ruben has a tendency to run a little bit wild, and right. he did later in the game when he came in, but I can't quite figure out what the thinking was here. Right. Then you got, okay. All right. I did not start out in the best of places. Marlon Humphreys got beat on the first pass from scrimmage. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, it was incomplete, but he was beat like a drum. He was. And then later in their field goal drive, in the late in the first quarter, same thing. And then... Swear to God, Cyrus Jones, does his neck not work? The dude cannot turn his head around, miss an easy interception in the first quarter. I mean, I don't – granted, our, our DB play is, a, is worlds better than it was last year. Yes. But still, it drives me to drink. You know, I found that it helps in those situations to just scream, Serenity now! And it kind really? of – yeah, it kind of eases the burden you're feeling there. Right, people you won't stare at you in bars at all. No, no, oh. uh, On that play, on that Marlon Humphrey play you referenced – on the field goal drive, are you talking about the last one that put them back in field goal range? I think so, yes. I okay, watched the that, replay yesterday, and it's kind of not fresh in my mind. Well, sure, no. That was a fluky play and really a lucky pass. Maybe the only good pass Georgia threw all day. Um, yeah. Hilarious decision by Rick to take those points off the board and then get good pushed God. back 20 yards. I mean, the, the look on his face, and the, when they showed him in the driving rain, the look on his face was just, <laughs> what the hell was I thinking, man? But... Or maybe he had come supreme confidence. Who knows? It's Mark Rick. You never can tell with that clown car. It's impossible to tell. And you saying that reminded me of one of my favorite things as we transition to things we did not hate. Right. And there are many. Uh, so the field was such a swamp and so messy that the Georgia band decided they couldn't march on it and decided to play their halftime show just sitting in their seats over there. And the, the, so Georgia. It's so Georgia, and the thought of the Georgia faithful in their 
hideous paint and their dumb Oakland Raider wannabe shoulder pads and all that bull sitting there in the rain with just nothing nothing to watch, just some music fading in from the corner, looking down as their team has been thoroughly embarrassed. I think it was 28-3 to three and a half. Is that right? Something like, yeah. Yeah. Just... See, okay, this is why – I was 24, I think. But, all right, this is why you don't go and buy – this is off script. This is why you don't go and body paint. You don't go in a ridiculous get-up. Because what if you lose? Then you're looking like an asshole. For it. And you're, you're, you're going to be on TV. Exactly. Because you've got all this shit on. And then what? I mean, you're losing. And so you're the one on TV in this gear looking like a clown. Yeah, you know, I'm not even a big fan of this new schadenfreude where they just show sad fans. But if you're going right. to show up looking like that big a fool, you deserve every bit of sad camera time you get. Exactly. The only thing, like, the only thing left to hate, I guess, is the offense. I mean... Uh, <laughs> It's still discombobulated. I mean, when they try to do anything other than standard, you know, eye formation, regular offense, they still screw that up, man. Yeah, I'll agree. We got a 12-man on the field penalty that was just ugly. And it's just people back there looking totally clueless. And I don't mm-hmm. know if you pin that on Lane or the players or what, but it, it, it looks really bad. Nobody seems to know their role. When we try to do some hurry-ups... Everybody gets really confused. Uh, yeah, even that Gary was Danielson was like, man, Lane was trying to get cute, and that did not work out at all again. <laughs> uh, thanks, Gary. Oh, God. Shall we fresh water? Uh, J.K. Scott, only thing left, I guess, to hate. I don't even know if we hate him. He was just average. Do we hate average or not? I think he- we hate it. After what we saw from him, uh, I just had such high expectations, and this is your classic sophomore slump. Yeah. Yes, uh, what do you yeah, I, I jumped the gun. There were things to hate. I apologize for that. No, no uh, Let's go ahead and get back to things we did not hate. And I will start with my fellow St. Paul Saint, uh-oh. Jake Coker. Uh, he is my hero these days. Uh, even so far as throwing the deep ball. What we what we told you last week that he could not do is run, th- run the play-action pass. He did that in spades in this game. He was a champ with that. Uh, and we told you last week, because we got some damn ESP up in here, that we were going to be some Jake Coker uh, planned plays to use his feet. There were those, and he had one to, for a touchdown. Yeah, it was really amazing. After the game, Saban said that uh, he gave all the credit to his offensive coaches for being more patient this this week, which is the exact word we used last week, which right. begs the question, could Saban be a friend of the program? He could be. Now, he has not liked us on Facebook yet, so it's hard mm, to say. Mm. But you could go like us on Facebook That's right. immediately and become our 70th follower and get us off that sexy 69 number. Thank you. Yes. Nice plug. Exactly. Uh, yeah, interesting, though. A lot, a much more patient offense, uh, and I really love the play calling. I think we ran it like three more times than we passed, so it looked good. Yeah, and I was uh, last week. We're a little uh, iffy on Calvin Ridley, and we're no longer iffy on Calvin Ridley. No, we are not. Um, you know, he. I, I don't want to say he's becoming our. You know, he's becoming Julio Jones or you know Amari Cooper. Uh, he's not there yet, but he has clearly solidified himself as the number one receiver. You know, he is yep. the he is the go to guy at this point, and so if he keeps that up, uh, you know, he had. He had the first finish the first half with four catches for 115 yards and touchdown. So you know that's uh, those are good numbers. If he keeps it up, we might have a solid number one receiver without Robert Foster. Yeah, it is just pivotal to have a playmaker that can run deep and catch a football. 
and yeah. it was looking like we would be without for the first few weeks, but hello, Calvin Ridley. Exactly. Uh, moving to the other side of the ball, which was the least hated thing mm-hmm. in a long time. Uh, the defense was outstanding. I'm going to start with one Minka Fitzpatrick, a.k.a. the Falconer. What? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. We're not calling anybody anything Falcon-related on this broadcast. It just Thank felt right. I'm, I I can't really say where that Go came from. Go to hell. Well, no. it was that or the Hoboken Hammer, oh. which I think maybe... Uh, yeah, no, no, yeah, that's not, not so. Okay, so anyway, <laughs> Minka Fitzpatrick, my boy, showed out. Uh, he had the block punt. He was great in coverage uh, for a true Falcon. Or wow, for a Falcon. Shut you up! That? You hear that? Why do you make me shriek in horror? I've, I've cursed him at a young age. Uh, for a true freshman, uh, was just super impressive. A lot a, of true freshmen showing out. In this there, game. there sure were. I was just getting to my other new boy. Uh, Ronnie Harrison, though, uh-huh, uh-huh. he was outstanding. Ronnie Harrison, if you've been following the Tide, you know about him. If not, he's a bit of a newcomer. Uh, so he played quarterback in high school in Tallahassee. He actually went to Florida State University School. Hmm. So I assume it's just in the shadows of the rape dorms and so everything So he probably else. has herpes, is what you're saying. Well, it's a good possibility. Uh, right. Exactly. He was recruited by the late Lance Thompson. Oh, yeah. You're dead yeah. to us, Lance. Oh, dead to us indeed. Dead. Oh, I will stress the late Lance Thompson. Right. Now, Speaking of herpes, but never yeah, mind. Recruiting all those stellar, thank you, <laughs> recruiting all those stellar athletes uh, across the state. Uh-huh. But uh-huh. Uh, from the second Harrison, Ronnie Harrison stepped on the field, he's been gaining all kinds of praise from his fellow defensive players. Reggie Raglan uh, came out in the spring and talked about what a great – participant he was in coach Cochran's fun fourth quarter program and uh he's just had an increasing role really as the season has progressed uh he blocked a punt in the MTSU game which fun fact was the first blocked punt for Alabama since 2013 woo that's neat hey is is Jaron Reed a freshman too no I think he may be Juco there was another okay I know he's new there was another freshman who it's just slipping my mind right now we had a lot of Freshmen on the field that were, but that make it bode well for this team going forward, in my opinion. I am so excited. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, the aforementioned Jaron Reed was just swallowing blockers. Uh, if you're watching, yeah. perhaps literally, I'm not sure. Literally swallowing blockers. It could have happened. Mouth. Yeah. Uh, okay. Reggie Raglan is leading the team in tackles and just looking. God, he's a beast. He is such a beast. We knew and he would be. He's leading the t- team in tackles and it's not even close. Like, he's got, like, a ridiculous number, and then there's a guy, like, with 10 less. So all the tackles is what you're All the tackles is what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, yeah. And then our boy, who we never lost faith in. Oh, God. Eddie Jackson. <laughs> Eddie. That poor bastard. <laughs> but, uh, hey, he was, he was the real MVP this week. <laughs> <laughs> he truly was the real MVP. Uh, uh, uh. INT returned for six. That was a great run back, too. That was good blocking. Darting all over the field. The ball-out championship belt was just passed around like a... Uh Uh-huh. Like a... Well... Anyway, anyway. Like a Zeta, let's say it. Um, Anyway, you want to go ahead and turn to Arkansas week? I guess we should, right? All right. Do you want... Okay. Arkansas, why do we... I mean, they're relatively new... So it's hard to develop some long-term hate term hate for them. But do we hate them? Weren't they new in, like, 
like decades ago. Anyway. Okay, I'm 150 years old. Get off my ass. There oh. are a billion reasons to hate them. And tell there is a reason that Sling Blade takes place in Arkansas. Mm. Can, can you do a Sling Blade? No, I cannot. No? No, I cannot. I Dean. That's all I got. Okay, don't ever do that. Uh, no, sorry. Uh, Arkansas is probably my least favorite state in the Union. The people are awful. The cities are awful. The wildlife, the culture, the history, even the crops. There's just nothing to offer. There's <laughs> the nothing crop. to offer there. They have okay, yeah. I've never heard that. They don't really grow anything, do they? I don't know. I don't know. It's just okay. it's garbage land. They have, they have those Ozarks. Have and you been to those what, Ozarks? Okay, I was getting to the Ozarks. That's what people always say. What about the Ozarks? I would rather mm. look at a postcard of really any other mountain range in these here United States than and those go, those trash filled littered Ozarks that look like somebody just like poked a finger in the ground. It's such garbage. I, I feel you. All right. Well, I mean, which I guess brings us to their collegiate athletic team. Sure, sure. All right. Bert. Mm. I thought mm. that I hate Bert. It's that Bert's a clown. All right. I guess his actual name is Brett. But, I mean, all right. Here's the thing. He goes by Brett, but his real name is Bert. So that's a problem in its own Wait, is right that really is that true that's an actual true fact you can look it up his name is bert um there's i mean and he chose to go by brett because bert is just ridiculous or right, bert is just that gigantic dude that strolls up in a bar and just, you know tries to pick a fight with a little five seven hundred fifty pound guy mm -hmm. but ends up getting his ass kicked anyway mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. bert is that guy he just he's an oaf he's i mean he met his wife at a craps table now Look, I love a craps table. God, God knows I do. But I'm not going to pick up women in a casino and marry them. That's, that's an important important point. Well, it's hard to say important when you've got Brett and Bert on your mind. Right, exactly. uh, do you think she calls him Brett or Bert? I don't know. I, don't, <laughs> I, I, I hope she calls him Big Papa. Uh, he loves it when she calls him Big Papa. Uh-huh, uh-huh, don't we all? <laughs> uh, so... I, what else we got? What else? What else? What else we got on the Arkansas? Bert is a is just a total joke. You're right. On the surface, it seems like we should like a guy like him, but he came out. He talked all kinds of trash against Ohio State, which again I appreciate. Right. And then he lost to Toledo. Mm -hmm. uh, he's just so blustery, uh, which which brings me really to another Arkansas coach, and it's a coach that I used to like. One Mike Anderson. Uh, who has been instrumental in the Oppress UAB Act. Right, right, right. And he came out this week. We are full, we're in full support of that here. Sure we are. Sure we are. Uh, Mike Anderson, Arkansas basketball coach, came out and alerted the media that his players had been sleeping at Fayetteville's new uh, practice facility, basketball nope. practice facility. Did they not have homes? Like a bunch of hobos. <laughs> <laughs> He's just basketball playing hobos crashing basketball on the court, hobo. I guess. I don't know if there's like a tent city or... Yeah, I guess, I guess, I guess. Yeah. All right, what else, what else, what else? Uh, have... Arkansas Week always reminds me of one of my favorite tweets to ever hit the entire Twitter sphere. Uh, it was tweeted out by, at the time, a true freshman, Amari Cooper. It was 2012. The team was riding on their bus to Arkansas. And the tweet I've got here, quote, I just saw a donkey for the first time. LOL. Welcome to Arkansas. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, yeah. upside, it is the birthplace of Paul William Bear Bryant. So we got that going for him, I guess. We've got that going for us. And All right. I have a story about uh, Arkansas. All right. Here's the deal. 
this this is a year that shall live in infamy. Let me take you back to 1964. It's a trip down memory lane. All right. The season opened in 1964. The Ole Miss Rebels were preseason number one, so I don't have to tell you how that ended up for them. Uh, they were in no position to make any run at the end of the year. At the end of the year, the teams that were undefeated were your Crimson Tide and Arkansas. Now, that's fine. Alabama won the national championship based on the AP and the UPI. Arkansas got awarded the Football Writers Association of America National Championship oh, in no. 1964, which is fine. Who gives a damn? Whatever. The problem is this. Last year was an anniversary of that because it ended in four. So when Alabama comes to town, they trot out their national championship team oh, from no. 1964. It's the douchiest thing I've ever heard. I mean, especially to do it against us. And you put it the best. When you, it's like when you invite a friend over to show them your new basketball, but you know good and well they have an entire basketball court at their house. Yeah, your, mean, fr your friend is not impressed by your basketball. I am not impressed by your one tired-ass little fake national championship. But anyway. Here's a question about that. Was Jerry Jones on that national championship team? Indeed he was. I believe he was. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Maybe he paid off. <laughs> Somebody else the sort of writers. I can't, I can't remember who else it was, but anyway, I don't really care that much about Arkansas. No. Um, do we want to talk about their football team at all this year? The game we have against. Let's give a little actual football background about Arkansas. Uh, yep. As I mentioned, they have lost to Toledo, so mm -hmm. there's that. They came out of the blocks uh, slow, you might say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they did get back on the winning track last week in Knoxville against the hated Vols, twenty-four to twenty. Blessed be. Blessed be, absolutely. Uh, on their offensive side of the ball, they've got, they're, they're obviously built strictly <coughs> around the run, uh, which became a huge problem when their uh, returning leading rusher, Jonathan Williams, went down before the season uh, with a knee injury. So now their premier player is running back Alex Collins. Uh, on the season, he's got 650 yards on 113 carries, so not bad. He's averaging decent. That's decent. Yeah, five five plus yards a carry. That's, it's not Fournette or Henry, but that's you know, nevertheless, what we got to be aware of. Yes, we should be aware of it. And then they have kind of a one-two punch with some guy named Raul, Raleigh. Yeah, R A W. Raleigh with a like raw dog, but like Raleigh. Yes, yes, that's what right. we're dealing with here. So raw dog Williams the third. Uh, who did put up 100 yards against Tennessee, which well, isn't, exactly, that. Yeah, isn't exactly an accomplishment. Uh, it was I did see a quote this week from Daphne's own Ryan Anderson, TJ Yeldon's teammate and my boy, uh, who said, I came to Alabama to play against teams like Arkansas, which really? is sweet. He was talking about the run game, so I think our defense is going to be amped up to shut them down. Sounds good to me. Yeah, they do have a quarterback. Good Tell us about the quarterback. Brandon Allen is their quarterback, currently yeah. with eight, eight touchdowns and three interceptions this year. But to, to add to their woes, their primary receiver is a guy named Keon Hatcher. Unfortunately, Keon Hatcher will not see the field because he is out with an injury. So we're not exactly sure who Brandon Allen would throw to in the event he wanted to throw. But he has been serviceable. Uh, he just he lacks the at Coker Deep ball because uh, he is just a he's a screen pass. Uh, Across the middle kind of guy. So, um, you know, we I don't see a whole lot of threats deep. Having said that, they're just going to air it out like crazy. Oh, obviously. That's gonna but be... never, nevertheless, it's not something they have been done been, been doing. That's got to be such a just sad, hopeless, dark feeling 
knowing you do not have a passing game and Alabama's coming to town. Right. That's, or you're that's, coming to Alabama's town. That's horrific. Uh, defense? What do you know about defense? Uh, you know, the, the research here is less strong. They do have okay. a, a DB <laughs> by the name of Tolliver. All right. He's got a funny first name. That's why I didn't write it down. Okay. Maybe Henri. I don't really know. Henri Tolliver. Uh, you can find out more about him in Tolliver's Travels. Exactly. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he leads the team in tackles. Okay. As a DB. That's probably not a good idea mm. if your DB is making most of your tackles. No, that's, that's gen- generally considered a bad sign. Right, 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 right. That's all we know. So I guess the book title is Tolliver's Tackles. Tolliver's Eh, Tackles. eh. Okay, let's just stop. Stop. Let's go ahead and pivot into the weekly installment of Ellis Metz's What Are Those? What Are Those? You know, I've got to say, I'm a little disappointed. There was nothing just particularly offensive this week. Uh, Florida's All Orange was tacky but right. it didn't rank even in the 50th percentile of awful things worn in Gainesville this weekend. Right. Ohio State did this weird all-gray thing. It looks stupid. Yeah. Uh, the, the one that really stuck in my crawl and will ultimately win this week's What Are Those Award goes to the University of Cincinnati, a.k.a. Butch Jones U, uh-huh. uh, which has added a new sticker mid-season, I should point out, uh, to the back of their helmets, and it says, The Ruckus. The if you are good with the words, which Lord knows we are not, it took me a minute to study this, in right. the middle of the word ruckus is UC, mm-hmm. which they have embiggened to stand mm-hmm. for UC University of Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Uh, all in all, it's just a total basketball move. I hate it. What are those? That's so Tuberville. It is super Tuberville. Good point. Uh, Stay tuned for next week's What Are Those Awards, which are sure to be a doozy. Uh, There is great desperation in both Knoxville, Tennessee, and Eugene, Oregon, and that has led to some truly hideous combinations that are being alleged on the internet. I have heard of a Lewis and Clark-themed uniform. There may be that. Shaping up in Eugene. So there's that. I think they really missed out on the opportunity to go Oregon Trail there, I gotta say. Exactly. I think that's solid. All right, let's go ahead and move on to the most exciting part of the after part of the afternoon. We're gonna look at some hates, including the hate of the week. Of the week, of the week, of the week, week, week. All right. Uh New Mexico, all right, we're gonna kind of skip over New Mexico State because they're one of the worst teams in football. Uh Ole Miss has given them 42 and a half, and who really cares? Yeah. Um, you know, their Ole Miss is gonna be this Ole Miss is gonna get back to scoring 70 points a game and beat the absolute hell out of New Mexico State. Yep. All right, let's move on to a game that matters. And this is my hate of the week. Week of the week uh, of the week, week. And it's oddly and it's it I picked this earlier, so I don't know that it's my hate of the week anymore, but I'm still gonna stick with it. Now we feel bad. Yeah, I'm a man of principle. Uh, anyway, uh, LSU is giving South Carolina 13 points in South Carolina, and our thoughts are always with the uh, bros at South Carolina who were basically inundated with you know four, month, four months' worth of water in one day to the point where they don't even know if they can be able to play the football game in, in Columbia or not. So uh, that may skew my hate of the week. Uh, nevertheless, if it moves to Baton Rouge, which they've talked about, it remains my hate of the week. LSU is going to blow them out. If it is in Charlotte, which they've sort of talked about, I'm sticking with it. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't know that the rain is going to particularly embolden the Gamecock to play any better. 
So uh, I think Fournette runs a rough shot over the South Carolina Gamecocks, and that is my hate of the week. What about you? That's a strong hate of the week. Would they not play that game in a neutral site? You said Charlotte. But that just makes- talked, they're in negotiations, I heard, the conferences with Charlotte. Okay. Uh, because, I mean, the, the, the logistics of LSU having to set up shop with four days is pretty much – and distribute tickets, everything that's involved – uh, you know, they could switch out. I think the next game that they play is in 2020. So they could switch them around. No big deal. Mm. But at the same time, getting the, you know, getting tickets distributed for a game they didn't have. And then what do you do with the people who have tickets in Carolina? Are they going to hang on to them until 2020? What the hell? Yeah. That's kind of absurd. So I think, I mean, I think a neutral site in Charlotte, Atlanta has a Georgia state game, I think. So they can't do it at the, at the, uh, at the uh, creepy dome. Um, so I think Charlotte is pretty much their only shot unless another college says, you know, like, like Georgia tech or North Carolina says, you know, come on. But I mean, so yeah, I mean, I think neutral side is the only way to go at this point. Okay. Yeah. I think you're right. Uh, I agree with you. I just think the South Carolina defenses that we've seen in recent weeks that just gave up 24 points to a rough Missouri offense. And I use that term, uh, very mm-hmm. kindly. Um, I think LSU just runs roughshod over them. I think it's going to be another highlight game that could very well be featured at the Estruma Baptist Church in Baton Rouge there. Uh, <laughs> moving right on to an interesting game with an interesting line. Uh, the downtrodden and defeated Mark Rick Bulldogs travel right. up to Knoxville where they are getting three points against the Tennessee Vol. Who you hate here? Um, man. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I, well, I, I, I think Georgia, I think Georgia, I think Georgia bounces back, but at the, I don't know, man. I know. I don't know what Tennessee is. Tennessee is 10 minutes away from being in the top 10. Yes. But I mean, but how do you blow 14 point leads three times and not be laughed at? I mean, I think they're, Tennessee is very capable of winning this game. I just don't know that Tennessee has it on to do it. Um, so with I think Georgia bounces back and covers the three. I'm not sure Tennessee wins, but I'm actually going to sad emoji go with Tennessee, or actually with Georgia as my hate of the week. All right, okay. The week of the week of the week. Uh, I, I just think, I mean, it's it's readily apparent that Tennessee does not know how to win. Right. So I understand that. But at the same time, I think Georgia just has to be so crushed. Um, Alabama, I will also say, our strength of schedule has just taken all kinds of blows lately. Dude, I was thinking about that. Everybody's gone to shit. Everybody lost. Wisconsin lost. ULM lost. Uh, Who else have we played? MTSU lost to Vandy. We don't. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, all all those top 10 teams, our top 25 teams we have played, you know, we're accustomed to beating them and them dropping, but we're not accustomed to losing all their other games. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's been sad there on that end, and I think Georgia continues this trend. I don't want to give Butch Jones any credit, but I think once they figure out how to use Josh Dobbs properly, and if I were him, I would just lock myself in a room with lots of Tim Tebow tape and take my pants off. Right. Wait, no, sorry, that's my weekend plans. Never yeah, mind. That's, that's, sorry. No, no. No. Uh, anywho, I think Tennessee, I think they they come hard here and probably win at home. Again, uh, phrasing, phrasing. Oh, dang. Yeah. Exactly. All right, all right, fair enough. 
Uh, real other, another one we can skip over real quick. Troy travels Mississippi State. Troy lost to South Alabama last week. Yeah, they did. Yeah, Mississippi State's going to beat the holy hell out of them. Uh, you don't sound as excited about Joey Jones' Jaguars. Well, uh, you know, what, they I, have a name for that rivalry even. Is it? It's, it's like it the battle for the ring or something dumb. That's dumb. That's yeah, horrible. It is. Um. Okay, skipping over that. Florida goes to Missouri, where Florida is favored. It opened at three. It is moved to four and a half. It feels like a trap. It feels like such a trap. The question, I guess, it comes down to is who is Florida? Uh, if they're the team that squeaked by Kentucky a few weeks ago, and that was on the road, we should point out, um, they're going to be in trouble here. Mizzou has a new starting freshman quarterback. He has replaced the once Heisman hopeful Maddie Mock. Uh, and they actually are starting to look like a team again, i got to say. Yeah. Maddie, well, Maddie Mock, um, I could share with you that I have inside information by that. I mean, I can read Reddit, which uh, indicates that Maddie Mock not only uh, has a little cocaine problem, he is slinging it. So Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's that. So he finds himself on the bench. Now, please don't sue me for defamation, Maddie Mock, but I've read it on the internet, so it must be true. It, it's, it's certainly true. Uh I did want to point out earlier while we were hating on Arkansas, and I'm going to interject it here because there's never yeah. a wrong time to hate on Arkansas. No, never. Uh, they have now had Matt Jones at quarterback. Isn't that his name who was also, also a wide receiver? Also right. a cocaine. A, a, <laughs> a confirmed, theme is emerging. Yes, a confirmed cocaine user and perhaps dealer. And right. then Ryan Mallett was on something. Right. I, I mean, if he wasn't, certain. he was. If he wasn't on blow, he was missing a fantastic opportunity. Well, I'm thinking more of the crack cocaine line Possibly. for him. Uh, so there, there's no telling what the aforementioned Brandon Allen is up to these days. Exactly. Really right at this very hour. Mm -hmm. uh, back to the issue at hand. I It feels like such a trap game, and I am such a sucker and such an awful gambler that I'm still loading up on Florida. Hating Mizzou. I... I hate this number. I yeah. really hate this number. I'm I'm going to hate on Florida. I think they win the game by three and don't cover it. Mizzou's looking better and better. This could be the week for them. I, this quarterback that they have was a highly touted bro, whatever his name is. Greer, uh, so Greer, Greer. Okay, that guy. Yeah, um, yeah so I think, I, I think Florida wins the game, but I think it's tighter than people think it's going to be. Uh, and so I think it's a uh, three-point game. Yeah. Florida coming out, squeaking through, if you will. Okay, squeaking through, and I guess they will <laughs> be playing with the uh, defensive back who refused a drug test last week. Solid, a solid. Bold move, yeah, really. <laughs> good deal, good deal. All right, final game of the week. Uh, traveling to Tuscaloosa, Alabama, are the aforementioned Arkansas Razorback Hogs, where the Hogs are getting 16 points. From your Alabama Crimson Tide. Speak to me, brother. I am feeling extremely confident about this game, obviously. Uh, you know, the thing that really struck me about Saturday's game was how much fun Alabama looked like they were having. Mm -hmm. and, and even within that, it looked like, and I'm getting a little into my touchy feeliness here, so you stop me if I need to be stopped. I hope your pants are on. It, well, it looked like they were embracing Jacob Coker. Yeah. He, there yeah. have been 
even when he was in the quarterback battle with Blake Sims last year, there was all this talk that he wasn't quite meshing with the team, that he was sort of standoffish and he wasn't texting people and nobody right. really liked him. But after he had a good game and when they were scoring touchdowns, everybody was hugging the bro. They were jumping around with him. Mm-hmm. Derrick Henry tried to jump at him and missed. I've heard three or four times. <laughs> Have you seen that video? Oh, it's on our Facebook and Twitter. Exactly. Speaking of, you can follow us on Twitter at, at H2th Heroes, or you can just follow us on Facebook at, at Houndstooth Heroes. That was, that was slick. Uh, that I, way. I think if we're having fun, the defense is passing around the ball out champion belt. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like us to cover hating the Hogs hard this weekend. I think this has the, I don't know that it will be, but this has the potential to be a blowout. A beat like, down. A, like a 45 to 10 blowout. The T-Town um, beat down. I'll stop. I'll stop. Yeah, yeah. Just show yourself out. Um, I don't think it will be. I think it'll be more like twenty-four to ten, but I think it has the potential to be forty-five to ten. I, I just I, this is an an horrible. The same way Georgia was. Right. I mean, Arkansas is not as good. I mean, Georgia was not a good matchup. Georgia's we were not a good matchup for Georgia. We're a worse matchup for Arkansas. Exactly. Uh, I just. I mean, it's one of those games where. Another friend of the show, Nate Barfield, we went, went to Penn State. He looked at some guy at a house party and said, I just don't see how you're going to score. And the guy was like, what do you mean not score? Like, no, really, I don't know how yeah. you're going to score. Mm-hmm. And it was this is the kind of same thing. I think they'll score some garbage points, but I, I don't see them meaningfully me- moving the ball. So when you can't move the ball, you can, you know, you can accidentally score – and they probably will, but I just don't see how they get more than ten. And if your leading, if your leading defender is a defensive back, we're going to run it down their throats. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I, it just feels like a blowout. I don't think I don't like I said I don't. We rarely blow anybody out, but if anybody could, if, if, if there is a blowout on our schedule. This is it. Yeah, I think we're due a home blowout. I like it. I don't think they finished with a hundred yard rusher. I think the fact that Nick Chubb broke away that last meaningless touchdown is going to give our defense so much fire, mm-hmm. um, which uh, well not so much fire, but a little bit of fire, which otherwise we would have just gone without. Uh, do you have a score? You want to give a score? I'm gonna go twenty four ten. You're going with that? So well, you're saying we're not even covering the sixteen? All right, let me change twenty seven ten at least. Twenty seven. I think I, I think we will cover. I I, I, I think the number is about right. I mean, I think it has the potential to be a 35-point game, but I think the number's about right. It's going to be 24-10, 27-10, somewhere in there. What about you? And I like that number because that means our boy Adam Griffith, who, again, we never doubted. Never. Never Never doubted. doubted. He deserves a home in the state. (laughs) Poor Polish kid. We have never had anything but sympathy Uh, for him. Poor Polish sausage. (laughs) Uh, I am thinking bigger. I'm thinking... 41 to 6. Okay. Yeah, that's a blowout right there. Yeah, sure would. All right. Fair enough. All right. Well, once again, we are Houndstooth Heroes. You can, uh, like again, like us on Facebook, Houndstooth Heroes. You can follow us on Twitter at H2th Heroes. You can catch us on SoundCloud because we are a fully integrated sports machine. In addition, you can go to Facebook or Twitter and if you are missing Bryant-Denny Stadium and missing that badass playlist we got rocking, mm-hmm. you can find it. Every last song is available 
on any of the so, the fully integrated social sports machines, social media networks. Uh, so thank you again for joining us in the House Tooth Heroes. We will see you again next week. Take us home, brother. All right. Y'all be good. Roll Tide.